The title of my sermon this morning is Release the Builders. Release the Builders. Everybody say, Release the Builders. Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 4. Father, I thank you this morning for the anointing, your grace, and your favor. As it makes sounds, you make sense, but grab a hold of this tongue of mine. Use these lips of clay. But let the oracles of God flow through them. Let the anointing break yokes and lift burdens and give your people understanding. And the grace to apply this message in the season. I give you all the thanks for it in Jesus' name. Everybody said a good amen. No, say amen like you, like you did eat something this morning. Amen. I won't expect you to shout amen when we're fasting next month. But for this morning, you can say amen. amen. For every house is built by someone. But he who built all things is God. Now I want you to know this morning that God is a builder. A builder of lives, a builder of nations, a builder of communities, a builder of families. God is a builder. And anytime you begin to understand the power of the season we're in, you begin to know that there is a word on New Year's Eve for you. It's called the year of His release. God's going to release builders in the season. They're going to build the kingdom of God like never before. Like never before. You're going to find the power of God's kingdom in operation in 2023. You're going to see the manifestation of His kingdom and the power of what God can do because the kingdom does not only come in word, it comes with power. The year of His release, you need to pay attention to that because there is something very, very specific that God wants done. I've got to take the time to build people with understanding so that when you enter into 2023, it's going to be with tremendous accuracy. Everybody say precision. God's about to make sure that you don't wander in the wilderness anymore. You are not going to go and just, you know, not have anything to aim at. You're going to build very specific. In fact, Scripture lets us know, in, I think it's in Hebrews chapter 8, where the Bible speaks to Moses about his building season, he says, the Bible says that God warned Moses. You need to build according to the pattern I'm showing you on the mountain. Because when Moses builds something, when you get into the building project with God, you need to know that it is not just for you. Anytime you get into the kingdom of God and you become a kingdom builder, it is not just for you. When you go into the wilderness, you go and gather enough just for you and your family. But anytime you go into the promised land and you begin to build with the kingdom, you begin to find that God is in speaking to generations. Anytime you build, you, you have takers in your environment, you build nothing. Show me a marriage and show me a taker in the marriage. 
and I will show you a marriage that is stagnant. It's the same. Let me get of that. Any relationship where you're finding an individual or a couple in it for themselves, it's called divorce. Because in the divorce, you find out what belongs to me. I've come to take what's mine. But anytime you're finding people that are builders, that are in love, they give more than they take. Do you understand why South Africa is not being built? Because the leaders that are leading this nation are takers. They're greedy. They're not even corrupt. For somebody to be corrupt, you must have some kind of thinking behind you that can actually con people. They're not even conning you. They're doing it right in front of you. And everybody that's in it for themselves builds nothing. If you're going to get into the kingdom of God, you must be a builder. And to be a builder, you must have some love inside of you for the place. You must have some love inside of you for the people. You must have some love inside of you for your wife. If you're going to build anything, you must have some love inside of you for your children. For a good man leaves an inheritance. You're going to preach back to me. For his children's children. That is a builder. That is somebody that will make sure that the next generation is better off because they were there. That is a builder. A builder of lives. Now you understand the gospel. For God so loved the world. Love does what? It gives. And the moment you get into a building space, you not just bring your gift, you bring your time, you bring your money, you bring your anointing, you bring your mind, you bring your agreement, you bring your amen, you bring your hands, you bring your feet, you begin to build something. Do you now understand why the church has not failed since 2,000 years ago? Because its foundations was giving. That he would even, while you were yet sinners, we were yet sinners. Christ died for us. He came to give his life for us. And that's why Christ is the ultimate builder. God is the builder. He builds things. And you only build not by taking. You build by giving. Hmm. There must be a generation that will rise up. We must arise and build. Huh. Let me give you a foundational scripture for where we're going to and what this release is all about. Psalms 127 verse 1. 
there's a real need for you to understand, are you a giver or are you a taker? I'm not talking about this, the change that you bring and your leftovers and when it's convenient for you. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about showing up when you don't feel like it. When you don't look like that, it looks like nothing is happening. I am talking about the kind of builders that God is talking, in the, talking about in the season that will actually become the arrows that God will release in this nation. The reason why most people don't build because it's not convenient. It's always, it's about me. It's like, what about my family? What about my holiday? What about my money? And because of that taker mentality, those people, those families build nothing. Those individuals, I'll pray for you, you can get a job. I'm not talking about that. You can get healed. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the kind of people that God's going to release in this season that are builders for the kingdom of God. That's going to make sure that what we put down as a brick, as a foundation, it's going to be solid for the next generation to rise and to stand upon and say there's a generation that came, that built a foundation in the kingdom of God and our lives are better because of them. You better shout back and say amen. A man having an affair, he's selfish. He's a taker. You're in it for yourself. It's not like we don't get tempted. It's not like they don't inbox and hi. It's just that I'm not a taker, I am a giver. I'm a builder. I'm a builder of my marriage. I'm a builder of this church. I'm a builder with God. I am a builder. Shout one more time. Say, I am a builder. Because God's about to release builders in the season and you're going to mark them because God's going to bless them profusely. You watch. Read with me. Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. It doesn't mean that God comes there and He's going to put the bricks down for you. It's not that God's going to come and speak for you. It's that you are going to have to allow the Holy Ghost to speak through you. It means that I don't do what I want to do. I do what He tells me to do. I had a very significant phone call this year that I had to make. With a relationship that was going really south. But God wanted to rescue that relationship. In my family. And it's been rough for a couple of months. And I knew, like from my side, I prayed. I said, I'm casting this care upon the Lord. It's done. And so as I'm driving, we're going to a, one of the shops and bosses needed some things. And as I'm driving, the Lord says to me, the door's open now. Make a call. Now, I've been praying about it. And the Lord I say, no, 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 no. I know this person. I know what we've been through. It's hurt so much. I don't want this thing. But the Lord said to me, but you asked me for this. And I, I told you, will you do what I tell you to do? So I said, I did say so. He says, just follow and trust me. 
So we get into the mall and I'm sitting there, pastor, he goes and does some shopping. I don't do malls well. I would rather sit in the car. <laughs> and uh, when she gets out, as I'm driving, I'm like, this thing's starting to stay inside of me. The Lord says, it's open, it's open, it's open. I'm like, okay, Lord, you need to confirm this. You need to give me a real sign. As I'm driving past Brightwater Commons, and there's a huge board. Now open. I made the phone call. And God restored a relationship that was lost for years. And repaired it. Because unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. You're trying to make your marriage come together by your own strength. God comes and will guide you. If you want Him to build your house, He will build it. If you allow Him to come in, He will make that marriage right. He will fix your family. He will, your cousins, your home, your finances. It's everything that you need to be trusting God with because God is a builder. Unless the Lord guards the city, may the Lord guard South Africa in the name of Jesus. The watchman stays awake in vain. They've deployed now the army or to take care of, you know, go to all the different power stations. The defense force. The Lord will help us. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows, for he gives his beloved sweet sleep. Who's been missing out on sleep? Wave your hand and say, Lord, I am your beloved. Come on, just pray yourself this way. Say, I am your beloved. You give your beloved sweet sleep. That's your word. Amen. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Here's your message for 2023. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. What is the arrow for? Number one, God is building the city, but he needs arrows to build it. He lets you know that you're an arrow this year. Verse 5 says, Happy is the man who has a squiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed. I said, you're not going to be ashamed. I'm going to say it one more time. You will not walk with shame anymore. But will speak with their enemies in the gate. So the arrow and the arrowhead is not because it looks good. It's that it must go into the bow and it must be released. It's the obvious release. But you're going to hit the target wherever the enemy thinks he's got your children, where he's got your money, where he's got your health, where he's got your future. Someone's about to be released with your family and your home. Come on, somebody preach with me this morning. God's about to do something in your life and it will not be by accident. You're going to know like you know like you know. I'm being shot like an arrow because God's about to release my life into a place where the enemy thinks he can still hold my generation captive. The devil is a liar. You are in a new season. What is the arrows for? For building.
So he says this in Matthew chapter 16. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus answered and said to him, blessed are you, Simon Barjona. For flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father who is in heaven. And also I say to you that, and I also say to you that you are Peter and on this rock I will build my church. Now you know why the church can never, you can't destroy the church. Because we're not the builders of the church. It's his church. And that's why the gates of hell cannot prevail. Because as long as the church is here, when you want to see, you want to see real darkness, you want to see load shedding, permanent. Watch when we leave. I don't know if you're going to be here, but there, <laughs> you'll see darkness for real. Because the church is the light of the world. And as long as we are here, we're going to keep on building. I don't care what the world wants to do and they don't want to do. You are in the church of a living God. And as long as you belong to the church of a living God, there will be builders in the church. Even if you don't want to, God's going to send the one behind you. But somebody's going to build the church and the gates of hell will not prevail. I need somebody to shout yes. And the gates of hell will not prevail. Hmm. This is interesting for me because as I study the scripture, have a look at this. He goes from the church and then he moves on to the kingdom message. So the kingdom is not the church. The church is the vehicle through which the kingdom moves. So if you're going to do any exploits in the kingdom, the people who know their God will be strong and do great exploits. If you're going to do any exploits in the kingdom of God, you must stay connected to the church. God's not building your business. You're shocked. God's not interested in your self-man-made ideas. He said, I will build my church. And as long as you stay connected to the church, the church will build you. I'm going to wait for somebody to, for that must sink. Because you need to begin to understand the reason why your life's going nowhere. Because anytime I step away from the church and I go build my own thing, then my life goes AWOL, but the church keeps being built. Are you with me? Don't let the enemy deceive you. It's your connection to the church. I'm doing great. I'm by myself. I'm writing my own programs. Don't worry about me. I'm making a name for myself. God says, you ain't seen nothing yet. If you come and give yourself to me in this kingdom, I will build you as I build my church because the way God builds his church is through people. Then he says, now I will give you keys to the kingdom. Watch how powerful it is. The keys are released from the church. What is the church? The church is not a building. We know that. It's called the ecclesia. It's a governing body. We have our own government. Are you hearing me? We are having our own conference this morning here at Ramsar. Where are the kingdom citizens? Come on. Do you, know the, you want to know the state of the nation address? You don't go to Nazareth, you come here. 
letting somebody know welcome to the kingdom amen so the church is being built and through the church he gives individual skis then he says to Peter he says I'm going to give you keys and when I give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven then he now watch how powerful this is he says he preaches about building the church he preaches about establishing the kingdom then he commanded his disciples that they should tell no one that he was Jesus the Christ yet becomes powerful don't just read that scripture you need to follow right through watch verse 21 from that time watch now I'm gonna build my church here are the kingdom keys from that time from that time Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised the third day then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him oh, it's beautiful eh, that you can rebuke the Lord How crazy are you saying far be it from you Lord this shall not happen to you he turned and said to Peter I am a builder and when I when you are a builder you must give your life to something I told you that the church will be built but you don't build with takers son you build with givers then he turned and said to Peter get behind me you taker Satan is a taker you are an offense to me for you are not mindful of the things of God but of the things of men all men are takers and anytime you come into the kingdom of God God is going to change your heart so that you become a giver because if you're going to build anything in the kingdom of God you can't sit back and say what about me where's mine what about what, what? You, you can't do that because when you're coming through into a place and you said I am a builder and God's releasing them they have a different kind of heart because they're not mindful of the things of men they're not concerned about this world in the way that they must accumulate things for God so loved the world that he gave that's why God is a builder and anytime you're going to a place of asking, where's mine? You've missed the boat completely. Because the kingdom and the church is a place of giving. Because we are builders. Shout one more time, say, I'm a builder. Then Jesus said to his disciple, now here it gets powerful. He says, we're going to build something. It's called the church. Now I'm letting you know that I'm going to go through all my suffering and then I'm going to die. But I'll be raised again. But I'm going to give myself to this, to this organization. I'm going to show you and give you the evidence of my, my love, not just my love for it, but also the fact that something I'm going to build is going to last for generations. You with me? He then tells him what he must go through 
for the sake of the building. Now he turns, speaks about himself, turns to his disciples. Watch the next conversation. Then Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Be the one that's willing to give of your life. So I told the Lord, I said, I tell you what, you called me to preach. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a financier, a kingdom financier. I've got businesses. I've got a call center. I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you, I'm going to raise this business and I'll still preach on a Sunday for you. But in the week, I'm going to do business. And I'm going to help you in this kingdom. Because you know, you need help. You don't have any resources. You don't have enough. And you don't have enough wisdom. So I got more wisdom than you. And I'm going to show you how I'm going to help you. Just don't take the business away. And I help you. And the Lord said to me this. This is what he said to me. He said, son, what I have for you, you can't handle with one hand. Because where we're going to, you're going to need both your hands. And more than that, I'm going to add somebody into your environment. From today, Pastor Z, you cannot go back to work for the company anymore. Your whole job, your only work is you're going to stand and pray for this crazy fellow. And pray for him every day. And when he's sleeping, pray for him. And when he wakes up, pray for him. Because where we're going to is not going to just need him to stand and preach. It's going to need somebody alongside him that will give him peace and pray for him every single day. Listen, listen, listen. We're going to build something, but now we're going to need some givers, not takers. Don't ask me about your job anymore. Don't ask me about your clothing anymore. Don't ask me about your house anymore. I want you to give. Because I'm releasing you as a builder. Aren't you grateful for Pastor Z this morning? Thank the Lord for her life. I'll wait. The most unselfish person that I know. That woman over there. She deserves to be paid more than me and anybody else. I'm letting you know today, there's a woman that is a, a widow for 85 years. All she's doing in the temple is praying. Anna the prophetess. And she's waiting for the consolation, for the promise of the Lord. And when Jesus finally is born, she says, I'm ready to go now fasted and prayed in that temple for 85 years waiting for the promise of God because the whole kingdom is built on givers not takers if you're going to build the kingdom of God you can't ask what's in it for me when the Lord spoke to my wife and said that's it she never asked again 
She said, it's over. I'm going with God. She, we had to forgo many, many things over the years. Because everybody would brag about their degrees and how wonderful they're doing. And these, you know, the young girls coming through and they came with nothing. And then they get married and she counsels them. And then they get their degrees. And, and they're like, I can't believe how many people we married. And we'll turn around and say, well, we know more than you. You're foolish, man. And you think you got yours. You got your degree, so you're up and you leave and you got your education together. It's foolish. She gave her life. Her career, she gave it all up. And someone came the other day, well, maybe not the other day, a couple of years ago, and this woman came with a real arrogant self and had an issue with the boyfriend. So she takes it out on everybody else, you know. And she says, well, in this church, in the meeting, she turns to us and says, so what do you do? When are you going to preach for us ladies and we? And, and I'm like, what spirit is that? Pastors, he's got no desire to take the mic. I have to force her at times and say, you need to preach. Because her only role, while I woke up late this morning, she was interceding since 5 o'clock this morning. I'm just letting you know that the whole kingdom's built on... It's on, it's on a giving spirit. You've got to understand that the whole kingdom stands because of givers. And, and if there's anybody on the team, like a Judas, who wants to take, he's got to get off the team. Because Judas won't last on the team because the whole kingdom's built on givers. And anytime Judas wants to sell out the, the, the kingdom and sell out, he's got to get off the team. Because you're not here to, to take from the kingdom, you're here to contribute. You're here to make sure that you give your life for the kingdom of God. It's built on givers. That's why God has to fix your heart. Because when your heart is right, you begin to share things. Because as a man, uh, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth only speaks. But where a man's treasure is, that's where his heart is also. That's why God's going to fix your heart so that you can become to be a, begin to be a giver. So Matthew is a tax collector and he's cheating people. Jesus meets with him. And he gets onto the team. But there's another man by the name of, of Zacchaeus. And he's been robbing the people. And the Bible says when he receives salvation, his heart shifts. He says, I'll make right with everybody and wherever anybody I've robbed, I'll restore fourfold. Because if your heart is not forgiving, you need to get born again. If your heart is not for making sure that other people are doing better and that people's lives are better. Somebody came and, and, and blessed us with a table for, for Christmas Day. How can it stop there? I went and I said, I, I got another family. I said, bring all your children, bring all your family, bring everybody you know. We're going to lay out your Christmas table for you on Christmas Day. I'm sure I'm in the right church here this morning. It's more blessed to give than to receive. Because the kingdom's built on people that would empower others. You need to be a giver. If not, get saved. So he says, I'm going to give myself to this cause. Then he turns to his, his disciples and says, Now you too need to take up your cross and follow what I do. It'll cost you. But the kingdom is built on, on, on givers, not takers. You can't build anything with a taker. 
And the reason why I improve my life, and the reason why I keep studying, and the reason why I keep building, and the reason why I still have meetings with business people and, and establishing things is because I'm looking for the builders that God has got. But there'll be a release of builders in this next season. There'll be release of kingdom builders in this next season. People who have a love for God, have a love for the things of God. There'll be builders in this kingdom because you, you're going to hear me today. Let me give you a scripture. Um, all the ladies are sitting back and say, mm, I told you you need to be a builder. Speaking to all the men. Well, I've got a word for you, ladies. Go with me to the book of Acts. Uh, no, the book of Luke, chapter 8, please. Verse 1. Now it came to pass afterward that he went through every city and village, preaching and bringing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him. And certain women who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, out of whom had come seven demons, and Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod's steward, and Susanna, and many others who provided for him from their substance. You're not a woman of substance by taking. You're a woman of substance by giving. It's quiet in this church. What will my husband do for me? No, you're destroying your marriage. Ask yourself, what can you do for the marriage? The reason why you have a business, the reason why God has raised you up as a smart businesswoman is because you take from your substance and you make sure that we can build the kingdom of God. Too quiet. Too quiet. I need somebody that will actually begin to believe that God's going to raise a business through you and do something with your life. That you're going to be a giver and a blesser for the kingdom of God. Please say amen. Shout it louder in this church. Because you cannot be a taker. I can tell you why people are depressed even over December. They're asking, how am I going to be taken care of? I'm going to be by myself. How about you go and serve somebody? How about you go somewhere and volunteer your time? How about you go somewhere and say, you know what? I don't have all this money, but I have a table. But I'm going to take half of my table and I'm going to share it with someone else. And I'll make sure that that family is taken care of. And watch what it does for you. Because now you've just taken yourself out of being a taker and a wilderness woman into a promised land woman that can give and share and build. And you need to know that God's going to build kingdom women in the season. Not because they are takers, but because they are givers. God's going to raise up people in this church. There's a release of builders in this church. I'm going to announce it one more time. There are builders in this church. There is a release of kingdom builders in this season. Everybody say amen. Hmm. Let me end. 
Go with me to, you see, Nehemiah breaks from his very secure job because he sees the people are in distress. And he begins to ask God for number one, not just resources, but all the permission that he needs, including his own house, so that he can build people's lives. So he can build communities. There is a Nehemiah release in this house. And the kind of thinking is going to shift in this place. That many are going to be blessed because Nehemiah, where are you? Where are you? God's about to release them in this place. You kept quiet. Your name is Nehemiah. You didn't even know it yet. You are a builder of people's lives. Shout yes. Genesis chapter 6, verse 1. Let us end. Came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and the daughters were born to them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were beautiful, and they took wives themselves at, of, of, of all whom they chose. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not strive with man forever, for he is indeed flesh, yet his days shall be 120 years. There were giants on the earth in those days and also afterward and the sons of God came to the daughters of men and they bore children to them. Those were the mighty men who were born of old men of renown. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of men was great in the earth and that every intent, please hear me, the presence of the Lord is in this place. The Lord saw that the wickedness of men was great in the earth and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth and he was grieved in his heart. So the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, creeping thing and birds of the air, for I'm sorry that I made him, made them. Now put your name in there, but put your name in, say it louder. But found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Apostle Max found grace. It's a grace to build. There's a grace being released with resources, mindsets, dimensions, images, a download from heaven, blueprints. It's coming upon this generation. I feel the presence of the Lord in this place. I feel the presence of the Lord in this place. There's a grace coming upon this generation because it's desperately needed. They're not going to change, says the Lord. Their intent is wicked continually. There's got to be a generation that will rise, that will rise up and say, I'm going to be a builder, not a taker. There's got to be a generation that will rise up and say, there's no way I'm going to leave my children like this. There's a desperate cry from heaven, hear me today. 
You cannot be thinking about your business only. You cannot be thinking about your survival only. Are you not seeing what they're doing to our children? You think it's only happening in the United States? It's coming. The identity issues that this generation is in a fight for. The devil will keep you distracted and busy with your little world and your bank account and ignore the children that are yet to be born. Yet God is a generational God and when he builds, he builds for generations. Put your name out one more time and lift your hands as you stand to your feet. Lift your hands and lift it high and say, I found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Put your name out and cry out before the Lord. Lord, I thank you today for grace. This apostle has found grace. Come and call your name and let the Lord know. Cry out and let the Lord know. For you and your family, come on, you need to right now. I feel the desperate need for us to cry before God and to ask the Lord that you would give grace that you would give me individuals, Father, the pastors and the leaders, that there'll be grace upon our business people. There'll be download, my God, download of blueprints. And there'll, be, there'll be images and their, their dimensions. And there, there, there's an order that God is bringing into your home. But it's the grace that you can build. Woman of God, that you can build that business for the glory of God. That you would build your family for the glory of God. God is releasing builders. Let the Lord know that you are builded today. I pray that you lift your hands and say, Lord, I am. You're releasing builders. I am a builder for the kingdom of God. Come on, say it loud. Say, I am a builder for the kingdom of God. I feel the anointing. I feel the presence of the Lord in this place. That I'm willing to build God with you. I'm willing to do something for the next generation. We've never experienced before my marriage. I will not be a taker in my marriage anymore. In any of my relationships, I'll be a giver, God. A giver of the good news. A builder. A helper. A strengthener. Somebody that can be a blessing to my children generation I pray today that you would help me to be a builder come on I feel you need to pray you're not praying loud enough you're not desperate enough you need to cry out to God this morning and say Lord oh God I need to be a builder I make a vow to my marriage this morning I'll be a builder I make a vow to my children this morning I'll be a builder Lord I make a vow before you and this church that I'll be a builder, my God, with you. I've come to give my life to you so that I can be a builder. Everybody online, you got to pray like never before. you got to pray where you are right now. There is a grace. There is an open window. There is an anointing that's coming for the builders in the season. I feel the presence of the Lord in this place. I need you to pray for your children. Mommy, you need to pray. Daddy, you need to pray. You need to be a builder for the kingdom of God. You need to be a builder. You can't be taking anymore. You got to bring your prayer. You got to bring your anointing. You got to bring your gift. You got to bring your agreement. You got to bring that anointing. But you got to be a builder for the kingdom of God. God is releasing builders in the season. They are builders. We are builders of businesses. We are builders. They are builders in this place. Oh, Father, come on. You need 
need to pray. Pray this morning like you believe God can release a builder in this place. Our marriages will not only survive, our marriages will thrive. Our children will live in that ark. We are busy building according to the measurements, according to the pattern that God has shown us on the mountain. God is a builder of lives. You need to pray like never before man of God. You need to pray, God, where am I holding back? What must I give? What must I bring? The wise men brought gifts to build the kingdom of God. We are builders on every level. There'll be builders in the season. Release the builders. Release the builders. Pray with me this morning and say, God, release those builders. Release the kingdom builders. Establish a kingdom order. Release the builders. There is an anointing. There is a power in this place. There's a power to build. You need to pray like you believe. Pray. Clap those hands and begin to pray like never before. This nation needs builders. We need builders. We need fathers who will build. We need children who will build. We need mothers who will build. We need churches that will build. We need businessmen that will build. We need people with a heart to build. You need to build in the season. I bless your people. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen and amen.